Good morning, my brother. Brother Ben, hello. How are you? It's uh, it's a different world. It is. It we is. have awoken to a new world, an exciting yet challenging world. I like to look at it every morning I wake. Yeah, well, challenging is right. I, I, I guess, like, you know, it's all perspective, brother. Mm -hmm. you, you know this as much as... Uh, as much as the work that we do, it, it reveals what the world reveals to us, and in the work that we do is is you know what an opportunity to to reset, to rebalance, to you know find out what your definite chief, chief aim is, and you know your values and 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 planning, and and you know just to take stock of life, you yourself, who you are, who your family is, and and how to connect it's just a you know is, is it challenging i don't know man. it might be a gift oh it's definitely it, gifts come from challenges that there's nothing to say yeah it's, it's i said to my wife the other day when things were getting pretty gnarly and everyone was freaking out i was like what a fucking time to be alive not because it's like wow this is fucking great it's just like this is experience like we talk about this a couple of times on the podcast but this is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I'm not saying it's fucking great and my, my heart bleeds for those people who have family members or people close to them that have contracted COVID-19, potentially died, uh, losing jobs. Like, you know, there's a lot of uh, very challenging circumstances that are occurring, but at the same time, it's like this is when you learn the truth about yourself because this is when you start to go, well, who am I? Like you said there before, like, how do I show up in, in this time of need? How am I showing up as a father? How am I showing up as a husband? How am I showing up as a community member? How am I showing up as a leader for those around me? Am I the guy that checks out, disappears, holds his fears inside, yells and screams and breaks down occasionally? Or am I the guy that rises every morning and says, Today it's fucking go time. Like mm. this is this is what I have trained for for the past forty years of my life has brought me to this point to see: Do you rise or do you fall? Mm. I love that, brother. I guess let's maybe. Um, I think we just jumped right in there. I think let's pull it back just for a minute. Let let everyone know the audience know it is the third of April or 2020 because someone might be listening to this in 2025. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what are these dudes talking about? <laughs> uh, you know, we've been hit by, uh, with a, a crazy flu called the, or a, it's a virus rather, not, not a flu, it's flu-like symptoms, but uh, the coronavirus, it's uh, COVID-19, it's a pandemic. Uh, the world mostly is in lockdown or the Western world. And um, our governments are in panic mode, uh, which is uh, something I would like to start with. I don't want to talk politics, brother, but in comparison to the Rising Kings and the work that I'm doing uh, to follow your philosophy, uh, which is, you know, it's just really prepared me for times like this. My question, Ben, is why isn't the government prepared? What, what, what is going on? I feel the world just gets way too comfortable in the way that we're operating. And they talk about these things. I think they 
occasionally plan rapidly or quickly on, okay, well, what happens if something like this occurs? Oh, we do this, this, and this. Okay, next, let's move on to mm. the next point of call here, which it's is how do we make more money? How do we do this? How do we, you know? And, but then when it hits, exactly, it's like, how do we now actually deal with the reality, which is a pandemic has set in? I, I feel for leaders in this, like global leaders, because when you, when you look at a country like Australia or the US um, and it comes down to an, a challenge with really this notion we're going through now, which is isolation. All we have in, all, all that they can control right now is, is really about isolation because we don't, have, uh, we don't have a cure for this. We don't have anything that slows it down. We don't have anything that stops it. And it does uh, kill. So people do actually die from from COVID-19. And so all of a sudden you've got these global leaders that are saying, well, shit, how do we reduce this, slow it down? Uh, I don't think they can eradicate it, but how, how do we minimise the damage that it's going to do long-term and medium-term? Um, and they're taking a short-term uh, fall on this. And I, I think it's tough. It's, it's challenging, man, because mm. when you lock down an entire country, and you lock down their entire economic system that we've relied on for so long. It's like, what, what is the outcome of that? No one really knows. We don't know what the medium term is or the long term is yet in terms of recession. Do we go into a full depression? Um, and then not only just for Australia, we're talking globally here. Mm. But I was thinking about this uh, the last couple of days uh, when I was journaling on it, which is, you know, what what would you do in this situation? What would you do in this circumstance? You run an entire country. What's your protocol here? Do you just say, hey, let's just keep business as usual and see what happens and leave it up to the individuals to make the decision as a society? Or do you have to put your foot down and actually say, you know what, like if we allow this thing to spread at the rate, like I, you only have to look at the numbers uh, moving through the US at the moment, you know, it was... 20,000 uh, cases only a matter of uh, 10 days ago, 10 or 11 days ago, is now up over 100,000, moving towards 200,000, going towards half a million rapidly. So they're doing, they're doing I, I think they're, in the last 24 hours, I think they've had 20,000 new cases, 20,000 new cases in a 24-hour period because... Mm their leader, not dismissing how Trump operates, it's, it's fucking his way, it's whatever he thinks. But, you know, at first it was like nothing to worry about, just keep business as usual. He's, he's, you know, he's a very economic, uh, financial-driven man. But as you can see, like, if, if this shit gets out of hand, look where it can land very, very quickly. And I think that's, that's the, the challenge and the worry and the fear that we all have. And then there's also, too, you know, like, we and New Zealand have taken a more of a, a drastic approach, a lockdown approach, putting people behind locked doors, don't leave your house unless you need to, uh, keeping it down in terms of like only two people allowed to be in one place at one time. And look, our numbers have uh, started to decrease. I'm no analytic expert on this, but I, I do like to look at what impact is this stuff having um, but there is a repercussion and a consequence, which is the financial side and also to the economic worry that a lot of people have right now. So, man, to answer your question, mm. I don't know. Man. Like, it's, it's tough. 
Like it is, it is unprecedented. I don't think a lot of global leaders ever thought this would occur in our lifetime. Yeah, that, that's my point. My, my, my point was, uh, and, and great response. And I, I definitely, you know, uh, agree that this is a difficult position, different, difficult decisions. What I felt uh, was a, you know, massive shortfall was just the level of preparedness. Mm. I mean, with everything from PPE gear, but just basic 101 protective equipment in, in stockpile for our health system. Um, for a pandemic, which was always inevitable, uh, in, in within, you know, we, we experienced this, the swine flu, um, probably around a decade ago, that everyone warned, all the, um, the specialists, all the doctors, you know, the CDC always warned the World Health Organization as well, always warned about a pandemic and we should prepare for that. But it, for some reason, governments weren't. And, you know, I don't know, I don't know why uh, we're so reliant on other countries to, to prop us up in terms of, hey, we've got no, no masks, send us, <laughs> send us masks. And, oh, well, by the way, our country's been shut down as well. We can't make you any masks. So you're going to have to make it yourself. And just little things like why aren't we uh, working together uh, as a global nation, especially mm. when, you know, when you think about you know, th- this actually has brought a lot of countries together in many, many ways and, and maybe a separated countries as well. But uh, I just feel there's a lack of preparedness for something like this. And my point here is how are we preparing for global warming? How are we preparing for celestial rocks coming and, s- and slamming into the earth? These things will happen. It, it, it will happen. It's, it's just time, right? So what are we doing to prepare? What's the country, what are the countries doing? What are we doing? And for me, it was a, I was just like, you know, the work that we do, the meditation, the, the, the everyday singles, the knowing, you know, I practice death um, a lot. Am I comfortable dying? No, but I'm a little bit more prepared for dying. And you know, Rich Roll's podcast that you sent through was just so beautiful. The way his wife, I, I believe, put it with death, and it's a, a graduation. I, I love that. Yeah. I, I it really felt beautiful. And we we got to know, we got to understand as humans, that's part of what part of living is 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 death. So it's not it's not it's not that. You know, people are dying too young, and and it's 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 absolutely sad. My heart goes out to the families that are, who are left behind, but people have chosen to graduate, and and as deep and as 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 out uh, out there, all um, you know, people don't really understand. A lot of people don't understand where that comes from. Where I'm going with this is, are people doing the work to prepare themselves for trauma for what the world can bring to them. Um, I've gone through that recently with, within my family, um, as well as the pandemic. And, you know, I, I felt that the 20 years of work that I've been doing has prepared me for this. And that's why I say it's a gift. I don't mean to disrespect uh, people in any way. I know um, my, my family's affected in a massive way. They're, they're screaming out and asking for help for, uh, from me and I'm helping them as much as I can. So believe me, it's 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 hurting me. It's hurting my family directly. It's hurting my extended family, friends, 
Um, businesses are shutting. Um, there's depression, anxiety, um, suicidal thoughts. I, I get all that, but my my, you know, I, I just think it's a great opportunity to say, what are, what have we done to prepare ourselves for this in, as individuals and as a government? I just think we're forgetting we, we, there was a massive disconnection, and I think this is a test run for us to so help us if we get through this, and we will, of course, as as. Scamme will say, uh, and most countries are saying, is that we will get through this. Of course, we will. But let's let's do things differently when we come out of it. And a lot of things will. There'll be a silver lining to this, and I just hope we la- we don't forget about it. You, you you hit the nail. This this was the big thing that came up for me this morning at during my training. Right, it's five a.m. I'm training on the front lawn with a headlamp on. I got a barbell that's sitting out there. You know, I'm training on grass and I'm thinking, fuck, man, like, the thing is, I don't want to be training on the front lawn under a headlamp, right? Like, it's, it, is, it is uncomfortable. But at the same time, it's like, it doesn't matter whether you want to. It's like, this is what's happening right now. And the thing is, you're getting the work done. And I started to think, I was like, in six months or a year, when everything's back to normal, how many people are going to remember this and utilize what they what they were taught, the lessons that were taught, and not fall straight back into the habit of comfort again, which we're very good at. And I thought about it's the same thing when people uh, give up drinking for a month or give up sugar for a month or quit smoking for a, a couple of weeks or you know try and re- reignite their marriage for for a couple of weeks. But the thing is. We as humans, as creatures, are very, very good at just slipping as quickly as possible back into the comfortable scenario, the path of least resistance, very, very quickly. And my worry is we'll go through this pandemic, like you said, and we'll come out on the other side. And we might remember it for six months. It might change things for a year. But I have no doubt in two years' time, mate, like we, we will be back to the exact 90% of the population will be back to doing the same things just exactly how they were. And that's the piece that has to change. This is the thing that has to, because we will go through another cycle like this again and again and again and again. And I believe it's the universe giving you a test to saying, Mm. how much are you fucking learning guys? Mm. Like, what are you taking away from this? And this is what I love about the work that we practice is when times are good, we're still doing this. When times are good, we're still having (laughs) cold showers. We're still eating less food. We're still, training hard we're still meditating and journaling we're still getting very uncomfortable exactly so that when the time comes and everyone else is like holy shit like how do i do this how do i do this and it's like hey man like we've been practicing this for like 10 years this is this is this is normal Mm. and so when things are comfortable people go why would you do that ben why would you do that dino why like why why do you take men through that type of stuff in rising kings and it's like exactly for this scenario so that when this scenario hits we have a, a movement of men who don't break fall down crumble lose their shit Connection can't handle think. they're calm they think methodically they understand the plan continues so they pivot slightly there's no stress there's no mm. oh my god what do i do what do i do now there's no panic i believe panic. it's it eradicates that notion of panic um which is what we're seeing right like for the last three months the world is is, is panicking people are panicking like 
you can't even go buy a, a roll of toilet paper uh, because people are panicking, which which is irrational, <laughs> irrational <laughs> move. Can I interrupt you? I, I've got to interrupt you. This is gold. This, so I, you know, my thoughts on this whole paper, uh, toilet paper thing. I just, it is just shameful as a human race what, 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 what. It, 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 it's just like if if i was an alien looking down at this race i just like but so you, you know i've been thinking about this for a while and i just think it's it's nuts but anyway i go to coles yesterday morning i walk in to get some fruit and i thought you know what i'll, I'll walk down the back to see if there's any toilet paper i haven't bought toilet paper for weeks mm. weeks weeks <laughs> I walk in, I go out the back just to see, and there is a crate full of toilet paper and honest hand on heart, deep within my solar plexus, like deep in here. I was fully excited. <laughs> I was like, oh, toilet paper. <laughs> and I just thought, can you believe that... You know, it would have been the same if I saw, like, I'm a big fan of, like, Star Wars. If I, if I walked into, like, uh, a Disney store with Star Wars memorabilia, I'd have that same feeling. You know, that, that feeling, that childlike feeling that, oh, I'm a kid. And uh, mm. that's how I felt with this toilet paper. I just observed. I had this awareness. I was like, can you believe, even though I knew that this race is irrational the way it thinks, I, when I saw that toilet paper, had this excitement that there's toilet paper on the shelf, which tells me, it's very important, it tells me that this brain is far too intelligent for our, our the rest of our senses. It, it hasn't been able to adapt. You know, we talk about fear. We talk about the same with Tooth Tiger. We talk about, you know, standing up on stage to talk to someone. It feels like we're about to get in by a tiger. Mm. It's the same type of thing. We're getting confused with the energies that's inside of us and our brain computes in a different way. And that's why it's important to meditate. And that's why it's important to have awareness and presence. So you can realize, hey, what is going on here? Why is this happening to me? And it's because of the environment. It's because... What I've seen in social media, what I've seen on TV and what I've seen on the news and everyone's talking about this toilet paper pandemic, it's, it's coming to my brain in my subconscious and as a result, it's been underlying. I, I didn't realize, but when I went in, inside, bang, I'm excited it's because of my surroundings, all this news and, and, and all this uh, thing about toilet paper. So I just thought I'd bring that up. Sorry to interrupt you there. I just no, thought it was interesting. Because this is where I think we can take this conversation for the listeners is it's this notion of like I was trying to think think about this I'm like what there's there's the pessimistic end the, the irrational pessimism right which is what 90% of the population is grabbing onto that's why they rush out and buy toilet paper mm, mm. because it's irrational and it's a very pessimistic view about the future Mind you, they're worrying more about whether they get a clean ass versus whether they can feed their families, which I question because I'm like, what? that makes no sense. But that, that's why it's called irrational pessimism. Then you've got on the, on the flip side, it's also irrational, irrational optimism, 
which is the people like, oh, there's nothing to worry about. It'll pass, you know, like just look at the, the, the amazing future it's going to create and all that sort of stuff, which again, like there's the, the two ends of the spectrum, but they're both irrational. Where, where I try to lead my thinking uh, and, and our discussions with Inside Rising Kings in the Brotherhood is this, what, what we call rational optimism. So it's still rational thinking. Yes, it's a pandemic. Yes, it is. It is scary. It is dangerous. Yes, you are best to stay inside. You are not not staying inside, but minimize contact around the place. Uh, do the things you know, shop online, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Do do the things that you can rationally, but also too, you've got to take the op- optimistic view in this. Where can I grow from this? Where are the things that are going to come off uh, at an advantage of this? How? What am I learning about myself, the way I show up? How can I share this uh, experience with my kids, with my wife, etc., so that we can grow off it? So it's this notion of rational optimism. And I think if you can move through uh, a scenario like this, thinking about, okay, ha- how am I displaying rational optimism right now? You can quickly flick from a mode of panic, irrational uh, moves that a lot of people are doing uh, and utilizing some of the skills that you talked about there before meditation, journaling, training, you know, these things that can slow you down to actually help you go into a, more of a rational mindset before you go out and make uh, these irrational decisions. And I think that's the piece where humans are failing is they're not doing the work. We're, we are not. Uh, becoming rational in a challenging scenario like this because we're not practicing it on a regular basis. The world is just too fucking comfortable. Mm. Everything is too comfortable. Like when toilet paper becomes the number one purchased item, we live in a world of absolute highest level of luxury. Like that, the number one thing on our list is to have a clean ass, which I go, man, like... In, in, in these types of countries, like where it's, it's these freedom worlds, like th- that's our number one thing. Man, we need, we've got some investigation to do and understand more about, you know, what actually goes on. Like look at third world countries and how these people behave and it's very fucking different. Yeah, look, um, and, and just on that, uh, you know, why we sharing, why isn't this automatically coming into a, a sharing community why after your basic needs are met why aren't we checking on our neighbors and mm-hmm. checking on our friends and giving out this toilet paper rather than fighting for this stuff in your aisles it, it is you know it's really sad i'm you know i am saddened by the what i see out there because the potential of humanity uh the i'm always dreaming of a utopia and that, that's what i that's why I do this work to be an example of what, how people can show up in the world. Mm. And then when I see what goes on, I just see, man, we've got so much more work to do, um, even from our leaders. It, it is a poor form, and you know, it just brings out the best and the worst in people, I suppose. Um, I, think, I think you hit the nail on the head there, man. It's like from the leaders. The thing is, we we've got to look beyond that now, and it's like now now it's time for us as individuals to become leaders. Mm. And this is, this is why we lean in so heavily on the Rising Kings being a movement. It's like it's, we're, we're, we're a movement of leaders. We can't rely. We, if we just follow and hope that the government's going to solve all our problems, we, these are the circumstances we live in. But if we can step up 
as individuals and start to lead by example, inspire others and not wait, that's when we can start to make a dent on the world and start to make change. That's when we can influence families, we can influence communities, we can influence a wider the, the wider world, but not not through again irrational decisions. This is through rational optimism, smart thinking, and I, I think it's worth us. Uh, let's let's do our next podcast, maybe on like the, our our five to ten um, tips that we we could use on on that. Like what I, I know we talk about a lot of our daily disciplines, but we could we could go a little bit deeper because there's there's new ones and things uh, different thinkings. That come up in times of, of um, challenging periods that we're going through now, where we can add some more to that. Yeah, look, Ben, I that's why I love your work, brother, and that's why um, you know I, I feel like I'm the best version of myself because I, you know, I'm part of a, a movement like Rising Kings, um, and you know, I just want to say, in, in, especially in times like this. You are absolutely an example of what leadership means, um, and, I'm, and I really, I really appreciate you and the work that you do. Um, and, and just on, you know, what you said for for next time, let, let's do that. Let's give some um, people, let's give people some some tools that they can mm. look to. And I think it's important just for now. Would you not agree that people should at least pick up the Daily Stoic and? And have a read of that and, and, and just maybe some breathing exercises. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. I think now is the time, like, just to summarise this piece because I'm, I'm homeschooling Run. at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, can, I can hear the, uh, the, the young tots. You are a dad. Uh, they're, You're they're, a beautiful dad. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I do my best. Get out uh, of eight, here. Eight go, and seven-year-olds out there. Try, I'm, I'm trying to keep them on a, <laughs> on a routine and schedule. Um, it, it sounds like it's the other way around, actually. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I think the big thing here is this is an opportunity. The way I look at it is 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 breathing, breathing. Not just like this is metaphorically speaking. We're we're in a time of where we're letting our breath out uh, as business owners, as men, as just human beings. For so long, we've been holding in a breath and rushing, like for the past. 50 plus years, look, even myself for the past 20 years of just literally that that grit, that holding your breath, running as hard, as fast, getting as much done, productivity, efficiency, getting shit out the door, getting shit done, all that type of stuff. As a, as a society, that's how we've been moving for so long. This is an opportunity where it like hits you like a ton of bricks and says, whoa, Exhale for a second. Are you heading in the right direction? Mm. Is this the path that you really want to be heading down? Because mm. for the past 10 years, you've been pretty unhappy. For the past 10 years, you've, you've been disconnected. For the past 10 years, you've been frustrated, annoyed, uh, angry at the world. You just, you, you're trying to get to somewhere and you, every time you get there, you just move the goalposts and you're not looking around to actually say, is, is this what I want? Or a lot of the time you're saying, this isn't what I want, but you just keep moving anyway. Here is a forced hand, so to speak, where it's like, brother, stop, because there's nothing you can do right now. This is out of your hands in terms of some of the things that you can and cannot do. It is now time to exhale, 
sharpen your axe before you go back into that race again where you hold your breath and go as hard as you can. But now you can head in a direction that you want to head in. And that's the notion I've been looking at it for the past couple of weeks is really just coming back to the drawing board, making sure I'm heading in the right direction, sharpening my axe, using the tools, like you said, the daily stoic meditation, journaling, digging in on these to just actually go to myself, hang on, what is it you're looking for? Is it the same as what you thought it was six months ago, a year ago? Has it shifted? Has it changed? And before you just start running towards it, let's get clear on that. Then we can run as quickly as we want because we know we're heading in the direction that we want to go. The thing is, for so long, we've just been head down, mm. running so hard. And so this is an opportunity where it's just going to clear out a lot of that clutter, clear out a lot of the noise, if you use this time correctly. This is a beautiful opportunity to utilize where you've got to stay at home, you're not supposed to be outdoors, you can't operate a business. Yes, some people in your business may have to go. Some of those are going to go on to some bigger and better things because they've, you know, they're doing the same thing as us. They're just like down in the hole, probably not loving what they're doing. And you probably notice that in the business that you run with some of your staff and some of your employees. Now it's time to let them go free. Yes, it is a challenging period. Yes, it'll scare the shit out of most of us. But the thing is, if you take this clearer mindset towards it and actually recognize, hey, I'm just exhaling here, just letting that, that, that breath out, then it's time to bring it back on. Boom, we can go again. That's, that's how I try you, to look at it, my you friend. You just gave me goosebumps, brother. <laughs> that's why I love you, man. Thank you so much for that. I, I just want to, again, uh, let our audience know that we, we're thinking of you, our heart goes out to you thank you for tuning in and my sincere apologies for not pushing these out but we've got a bank of podcasts i can push out now but i wanted to push this one out first just to keep it relevant and then in between we'll, we'll throw some of the other podcasts that we we've got in our bank thank you brother get, thank you get, brother. Get back to your children and um, have a wonderful day and let's uh, give our audience what they need and we'll see you soon absolutely much love to all stay love strong you. love you brother. yeah yeah Talk soon. Ciao. See you, brother. Bye. So, brother, maybe you're feeling what does success look like? Or maybe you were trying to understand what's missing from your life right now and you can't quite put your finger on it. Or you're looking out there and seeing other men, other guys that seem to just be crushing it and dominating in life and thinking, what are they doing? What have they got? What do I need to do to make that first step? Well, what we're offering right now is a free morning power routine. Now, out of the 300-plus men we've taken through the Rising Kings experience, there is one thing that stands out above everything else, and that is this specific seven-step morning power routine that any man can put in play to build more clarity, more capacity, and more confidence in their life. All you have to do is head over to rising-kings.com forward slash MPR, enter your details, and we'll get that across to you straight away. But like everything, it comes down to the action you take on it, brother. So do yourself a favor, head over there, download the resource, grab the bonus workbook that will ship out to you free of charge as well, and start putting it in play. 